You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. You're listening to episode number 25 of Living the Dream with Rory O'Malley. If you like the podcast, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Audition, side job, swimming upstream. Believe it or not, you're living the dream. Hey there, dreamers. Rory O'Malley here. Welcome to Living the Dream. Thank you so much for listening. My guest today is Afra Hines, who is in the ensemble of Hamilton, the Hamilton tour in San Francisco. She is incredible. She's so talented, stunningly beautiful, and just an incredibly sweet person. I am so happy that I got to sit down with her and get to know her better. This is like one of the first times where I really didn't know a lot about the person that I was interviewing, other than the fact that she was incredibly talented and did her job very well. But, you know, I don't get a lot of interaction with the rest of the cast because, you know, I'm down in the basement dressing room in solitary confinement um, while everyone's working hard on stage. So to get to have this chance to talk with her was, it was awesome. She studied at Alvin Ailey and then went into Wicked. She was in the original company of In the Heights. So many good stories about that. But really what I was so excited to talk to her about, Afra is a rocket, And I just think that's awesome. Um, she she kind of deals with me freaking and fanning out about her being a rocket, But that's pretty remarkable. Um she has got a really good perspective. She's loving being a part of the cast of Hamilton, and she's just living on that stage. She's also doing a lot of really good work. She immediately did outreach to a, a charity, to a nonprofit in San Francisco, and got us involved with them. And I just I have such respect for her. I hope that you enjoy getting to know her better. I certainly did myself. This is my conversation with Afra Hines. Hi, Afra. Hi, Rory. Thank you for joining me yeah. on Living the Dream. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm I'm so excited to talk with you because there are a lot of people in this tour, in this Hamill tour, who I've kind of known, who I've met, but we've never worked with each other. Mm-mm. We've never gotten to really know each other before being in this tour, so I'm... Looking forward to kind of getting to know you better, yeah. Just by sitting down and talking, yeah. Um, and I've already gotten to do a little bit of research, and I'm already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's it's you know, I wanted to know where we could go with this conversation, and I think you've had such an interesting career, yeah, and a path to get there. Where did you grow up? Um. Well, I grew up a lot of places. I lived in. Florida until uh-huh. I was seven, and then Massachusetts, Framingham, Massachusetts, until I was 14, and then New York. So lots wow. of places. But I, I moved to New York with my mom when I was 14, so okay. that's really like where I spent my formative years. So okay. I feel like a New Yorker, but... yeah. But, yeah. but you've got, a, you know. But none of my family, well, my mom is in New York still. But, she is. But none of my other family is in New York. So. I see. Yeah. Okay. All right. And and what brought you to New York? Was that just... I wanted to... Well, mostly I wanted to go to performing arts high school. So okay. we looked at one in Florida and one mm-hmm. in New York. But also, um, I think my mom also 
wanted to change too. So it like worked out perfectly. We were able to move and I got to go to New York. Was it just so, you and your mom? Me and my mom, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Me, me and my mom too. And it was crazy. We moved to New York and I, I we got to New York in October, so school had already started and I didn't know where I was gonna go. Really? <laughs> yeah. So we got there and we like visited a whole bunch of different schools, not even performing arts schools, just yeah. like random schools. Um and we ended up finding uh, PPAS, right. which is on 48th and 8th. And PPAS. I, professional, Public- professional Performing Arts School. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I ended up going there, um, which is great. It's worked out perfectly. Great. And so you, so you go to a performing arts school in New York City. Is that... Is that intense? Is it, like, really competitive? Is it... I Well, for me, it was just, like, the best thing. So I had been going to a regular high school. Um, she gave the quote sign. <laughs> and um, so I was doing regular school and then I was doing dance and gymnastics at this time. So I had like no life and none of my friends could understand why I was like never able to hang out. Cause I right. would go, I would take a train into Boston after school. So all my time was taken up doing things that my normal friends didn't understand so when i got to new york and started going to a a performing arts high school it was like everybody was like me we all knew like what training was and they got it they got it and like i remember walking down the hallway and hearing someone singing in the hallway and i was like oh my gosh this place is like magical so that does sound like a dream like i I went to an all-boys catholic high school if everyone was singing (laughs) down hallways yeah, I would have had a very different experience. Yeah. So, do you think that really kind of uh, formed you as an artist, or like, or? Um, I mean, I before, I mean, part of the reason we moved to New York was because I knew that I wanted to dance. Right. Um, but I d- I'd never seen a Broadway show. Like, I didn't. You'd never seen one, even like touring. Or... No. Wow. I was in my head. Well, originally I wanted to be an Olympic gymnast. Like that was my first okay, okay. goal. And then I thought I might want to be a physical therapist because I wanted to be around performers. I didn't realize that you could do it and like as a job. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I'll do it. Like I'll be around people who are. I'll be around action. them, but I'll be the one who gets paid. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, sorry. What was the question? Just that you went to an all. Like, that's all you did all day long. I just wonder if if that, like, if it draws you closer to doing it or were, were there other students that you were with? Obviously, you ended up yeah. being being a performer. Yeah. But, but if you're doing it all the time, every day, I didn't go to a performing arts high yeah. school. I'm sure a lot of, like, younger people are deciding if that's something that they should be doing or not. Yeah. Yes, it's fun to go to high school and be performing, yeah. but does it make you sometimes be like, ugh, I'm over this? I, I mean, for me, honestly, I think it kind of saved me. Like, I had yeah. a difficult teenage years, different difficult teenage years. Um, so for me, it was like, I go into class, and that was like the place where I didn't think about anything else. Like, it really was, I think, helped me get through some difficult years. And right. Um, so I never, I never felt tired of it, and I wanted to be an Olympic gymnast until I broke my wrist, and <laughs> then. How did you break your wrist? I was just tumbling. We were warming up. I think it was uh, like open practice, so I would have practice with 
my team. And then there was like a certain day where you could come and just work on whatever you wanted. Right. And I was just warming up. And we <laughs> part of our warm up would be just round off three back handsprings. Not hard. Like it's yeah, it's oh, no, a warm that's up. not hard. I can totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just decided in the middle, like I did one. And I remember thinking, I don't feel like doing the other two, but you can't, you can't stop. Like once you're, you have to make up your mind. <laughs> you can't freeze the air. Stop. Yeah. So I ended up going and like sort of landing weird on my wrist and then, <sighs> and then it was like totally misshapen. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm too tall to be a gymnast anyway. So it worked out. And then I, um, decided that I wanted to, I thought I wanted to be like a, a, company dancer right. or like a commercial dancer like dancing back up for like Madonna or somebody yeah. I never I didn't know anything about musical theater at all um I saw we we came to visit New York one time and I saw I think Rent was the first musical I saw and I didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, there's not enough dancing. Yeah, I don't really like what's I get going that. on. You're like, where's the thing that I do? Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't like it. I have to say, I, I saw it again later, and I loved it, of course. Sure. Who doesn't love Rent? But when I first saw it, I didn't really get it, and I was like, mm. And then I went to see um, Fosse, and that was more my oh, style. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I like okay. that. <laughs> there's I your still had no like. I still didn't think, oh, that's what I want to do. So Yeah. But, um, so yeah. you so you went through four years of high school mm-hmm. there, and then did you? Well, I did to- my last two years of high school at a performing arts. I went to three different high schools, but my last I two see. in New York at PBAS. Got it. And then I was going to go to Fordham University right. um, and Jesuit do their school. ALE program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I ended up just deferring and deferring, and then I started working. So just working and working. Didn't end up going. Which is cool because I don't have student loans now. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I just yeah. I just finished paying yes. mine off. I should say my single mother just finished paying Amazing. off mine a month ago. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's really... it was not a few years ago. Yeah. It was more than a few years ago. So, yeah, I know you definitely got to miss out on those crazy loans. <laughs> Do you feel like, obviously, especially for a dancer, getting out into the starting a career at a younger age is... It's important because being a dancer and being young is like it's prime of your of yeah, your career, I guess right? So yeah, I never thought about it, but I, I have to working. say, yeah, I um I remember I went to see a friend of mine was doing Wicked, so I went to see that show, yeah. and I saw it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I I this I have to be in the show. Um, so I never really thought about age or anything like that, yeah. but now I'm one of the older ensemble members here at Hamilton, so now I'm. I'm noticing it more. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, I'm the oldest person on that stage. So, you know. I, I don't know. Oh, I am. Oh, I'm <laughs> okay. sure of it. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I'm sure of so. it. But, yeah, but, I mean, that is, you know, it's a difficult thing. I've seen a lot of dancers kind of make that decision about going to college, staying mm-hmm. in college, when jobs are coming at you and when you're being offered the chance to do what you would be going mm-hmm. to college to do. Yeah. So you really kind of have – you have to kind of let life and the business be your college, be your education. Well, I definitely was sort of a rebel. I had, so after I left high school, I wasn't, this was during that time when I was like, kept postponing um, the Ford MBFA thing. 
but I was doing the professional division at Ailey, oh. and I um, I booked this like little play, and I wanted to do it so badly, and it like conflicted with some of my classes, <sighs> and I remember going into the office, and like I had a I had them the people doing the play write a little note and like I brought in the flyer and I was like I really want to do this play can I can you please switch one of my classes and they were not about it they they were like this is your training you have to stick to this and I just left I left and my friends were like Afra there are neon signs on the hallway like Afra Heinz come to the office (laughs) I just left I was like I'm doing this play it's what I want to do and I sort of just did and what I, happened? So you mean when you say you left, you I just left. like went and did the show? Yeah, I like quit the program wow. unofficially because wow. I never, I never like said, okay, I hear what you're saying, I'm leaving. I literally right. just, and this is part of being young and like, you know, a little yeah. bit crazy. I yeah. just, I just left the program and did the play and um, heard from through my friends that they were pissed. <laughs> Through the friends, yeah, they're Not, like, okay. Afra, there's signs on the wall. I don't know if <laughs> they, I don't know if that. they called my house or not. I wonder. I never asked my mom about it, but I yeah. literally just left the program, did the play, and um, you know, I'm a rebel like that, I guess. But no, I it, mean, worked, I mean, it worked out. <laughs> you, you, it's funny because the the chances that you take when yeah. you're younger, yeah, you, you know, you you know what the consequences are. You know how difficult things are. So now. Yeah. Right. So it's a lot harder to take those kinds of chances. Yeah, I would chances. never do that now. Yeah. But they're so sweet. Like, I've run into a couple of the teachers since then, and they're so nice and supportive. And But, but yeah, it was... Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> I'm sure it happens all the time to them. That's a maybe yeah. unique experience yeah. of, of why you left. But, like, being able to, you know, step away from an institution, even if it's, yeah. as, like, well-known and, and wonderful as Alvin Ailey, I think is... It's kind of, well, it's I courageous. Think you have to like know what you want, yeah. you know, and like follow your own guidance yeah. to a certain, you know. Well, because I think that sometimes people think that if you finish a program or you finish a degree or you finish some school, that that's the key right. that you're going to be given then to all the things that you need. Yeah. And that's just not true. Yeah. You know, I'm not telling anyone to leave school if you don't <laughs> right. want to. But what I would say is, like, you do have to constantly trust your own intuition, your own gut. And yeah. clearly, you knew that at a young age. Yeah, I really wanted to do this play. That was a hell of a play. <laughs> Where? What was it that was play? At, it was at, um, it was called uh, Daisy in the Dreamtime. And I think it was at Abington Theater Company. I think okay. that's what it's called. Um and it was I was like the only non equity person in it and I remember they had an equity meeting and like they were like, You can't be this right. meeting. And I I've been like, in one, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um they send you off to the side of the room. Yeah, but it was I just really craved doing stuff like that. You know, like I wanted to do a show and I and um I'm It sounds like you are just it. like had so many different kinds of interests between gymnastics, dancing, and, like, if you wanted to be acting in a play, you know, like, nothing was going to stop you. Yeah. And my mom is, like, she's always been really supportive of of not the normal way, like, of doing things your own way, of finding a way. If you don't think it's possible, there's always a way to, like, find a way. Um, So I think I get a little bit of that, like... 
I want to go do this play. I'm going to go do it. That's huge. <laughs> I mean, that's huge. Like, I think that that's kind of, you know, the opposite for me where my mom was like in the same job for yeah. 40 years. Everything that I've done in this business has been like, oh my God, yeah. I can't even imagine your, yeah. what does your agent know? She was asked if my agent knows <laughs> oh. that I'm going to do something. I'm like, mom, my agent <laughs> works for me. I don't have to get, you know, yeah. like she wants me to have a boss that's yeah. happy. Yeah. And I think that, you know, <laughs> that, that sometimes is something I have to move away from. Yeah. In, on my own is because we're, in, I'm in a different business. I'm not in yeah. accounting. Yeah. And it must have been very empowering to have a mom who was like, you do the thing yeah. that your heart is leading you towards. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So you do a play. It's a smash success. <laughs> Wonderful move. Um, but you, you start to get into musical theater at that point, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I think I started, I did Wicked. That was my first music theater show. In, I think it was 2006 okay. or seven, somewhere around there. Okay. But yeah, I saw my friend Dominique was in it. Mm. I went to see it and I loved it. And I thought that's, that's what I want to do. So yeah. then I started auditioning and I had an agent already, <clears throat> but I, um, my agent didn't know that I could sing and they sort of saw me as a commercial dancer. I don't even know if they knew, um, that I had been trained. Like, isn't think, that funny though? Like that happens yeah. all the time. Just like it, not just with, with dancers who can sing or not, but yeah. people who represent you don't really know what you well, can Well, but it's also do. me. Like I, they, I remember they, it was, so it's clear talent group and they had, it was, they had just opened an off an office in New York. So right. they had an audition and they had an, a day for dancers. And it was like the, the first session was technical dance. And the second section was like hip hop commercial oh. and I didn't want to get up early so I went to the hip hop commercial <laughs> one and that's how it happened that's how so I've made half of my decisions right? <laughs> in this industry so they were sending me out for like music videos and um, like award shows stuff like that Yeah. and then on my own I auditioned for the Radio City Christmas Spectacular and I ended up getting that as a rocket. so I think that right. sort of that we're sort talking of, more about that <laughs> so I think when they heard that I got that job they thought oh well she can like dance other yeah. not just hip hop right, so right, then right. they started sending me to music theater stuff yeah well i mean that's that, and that's how it always happens so that, yeah. that obviously it's it's up to us to kind of tell right. our agent exactly. what we can and can't do and i'm still learning that like yeah. now yeah oh yeah like you have to sort of advocate for yourself yes. and show people what you want them to see yes they aren't going to you don't sign up with an agent or anyone and they just sit, like constantly call you up like let's discuss what else right. we can brainstorm of what is going to be your future right you have to be the one doing that and yeah. letting them know yeah what it and is. literally just like maybe a year ago is literally the first time that i started thinking oh i should be like standing up for myself and like saying what I want right. out of the agent client relationship, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause if you don't, how are they going right. to, yeah. how will they know? Okay. So you brought <laughs> up the rockets. We are going to get into that. Um, I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> I love the rockets. Obviously yeah. I'm an American. Um, what was your experience with the rockets? How did you get involved with them? I, so again, I didn't know anything about the Rockettes because <laughs> I'm not from New York. Um, so I used to go and get 
backstage in print. It came out on Thursdays, and I would right. go to the newspaper stand on like 86th and yes. first. Yes, this and, is one of the, the yes. things that we can bond get with the about paper. being yes. the older yes. generation the of actual Tour. paper <laughs> and like highlighting <laughs> auditions. So um, I'm pretty sure I heard about it in one of those, and I went to an open call. And then in those days, I don't think they still do it. I don't know or not that they had a like a diversity program. Right. So they saw me in the open call. I didn't get the job, but they invited me to this diversity thing uh-huh. where they invited people and it was sort of like a two day two or three day workshop with a um fake audition at the end. What are they not a fake audition, but you know like a like general. A, no, like uh-huh. a um you know like an as if audition, not really. Okay, just to give you pointers and whatever. So I, I did that, and that was great. It was two or three days, and then they gave me some pointers, and um, I took those pointers to heart, and yeah. I really worked on it, and I came back, and then I did get the job. Um, but yeah, just wow. uh, just open call situation, and then I remember calling my agent and like being nervous to tell them like, would they be okay with this that I got this job on my own and right. Yeah, so... And were they? They weren't. They were very supportive. That's great. <laughs> yeah, so, I That's mean... That's great. Of course. And, and what was what was it like being a Rockette? Um, I mean, so it's, it's it a lot of first, shows. It's a lot of work. Yes. Well, that's the thing. I think that it was my first, like, real long-term job. Like, I'd done, like, gigs and stuff, but this was my first, like, job. I think it is, like, three or four months at the time that I started, um... So I think it was like a really good first job because it's so intense, yeah. like so intense. And there's, you know, we have numbers on every stage, <clears throat> but they also have depths. So it's like the stage is a grid. So you have to know your number and depth all the time. And it's like so precise and there's a real tradition. And so there's women who have been Rockettes for a long time. So all of it, I think, is such a good first job because yeah. it really – it's like if you can handle that, you can handle pretty much anything. Yeah. So I'm really grateful that that was sort of my entry into shows. I can't even imagine how much you would learn just from those generations of women. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that it's like all women. Yeah. I yeah. just love the institution of the mm-hmm. Rockets because I just I, I think that that history and that I don't know it's yeah. It's pretty And also miraculous. just like it's it's like, you know, now they have a spring show and they have full-time rockets and all this stuff, but when I did it, it was just the Christmas show. Yeah. And so it felt like this like marathon. Like you were exhausted, but by the end of the season, you just felt like you like had climbed this mountain yeah. and like I don't know, it's just Yeah, and there's and there's like an end point of the end of yeah. the season. So it's it's yeah. so much work and it's so intense mm-hmm. and you're all together yeah. in this in Radio City Music Hall mm-hmm. and then you're done. Yeah. And you know, that's it's different when you're in a Broadway show where you either don't know when <laughs> it will end yeah. or you don't know like um you, you don't know if it could end tomorrow. Right. So it's it's like a defined yeah moment in time yeah and i mean you're a rocket you'll always be a rocket <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> that's just so that's so cool 
Um, so you you're in you were in Wicked, mm-hmm. and uh, that was your first time my f- in a musical. Yeah. Okay. And they hired me as a Universal Swing, oh. and I didn't know I had never been in a Broadway show. I had never been right. a swing. I didn't know even right. Like, There's really probably what a lot that... of people who don't know what a Universal Swing is. Right. Could you? So Universal Swing, and we have them for Hamilton as well. So it's shows that have multiple companies. They have people who who know parts in all the shows so that if someone takes a vacation or gets injured, that person can fly to whatever city that show is in and go into that show. So they hired me as a a Universal Swing. Um, But thankfully, my first, like, job yeah. was in New York. So I spent three months in the Broadway company, wow. um, which was great. There were some really nice people there who sort of like took me under their wing. Lorianne Ferrari. Oh, really? She, um, she was like, this is how you do a swing book. And like, cause I had, I had no clue. I was 19. Didn't know wow. what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I remember for my put in rehearsal, I didn't, I wasn't even doing things full out. I had no idea. Um, no idea. <laughs> so you were like, you were I in was like costume sort of and everyone mar- else. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, they're marking. But I, yeah, yeah. I, I was like so lost in sauce. But, um, but yeah, so I did the three months on, in the Broadway company and then I, and then they offered me a track in the Chicago company. So I was uh, no longer a universal swing. I think they probably were like, she should have her own track and not be a swing. So they right. put me in my own track in Chicago and, um, I loved it. I was That's there so for seven months in Chicago. Wow! So, and was the net? When did In the Heights? In the Heights happened. Happen. So I took a leave of absence from Wicked to go do the Christmas show. Uh-huh. And while I was in New York doing the Christmas show, I found out about In the Heights. Right. So Wicked was very nice because I didn't even give them a four week notice. Right. So they were really nice and let me go, and. Um, I didn't have to move back to Chicago because I'd given up my apartment and everything. So it worked out wow. really well. Yeah, yeah, the stars really aligned there. Yeah. But, you, but how did we, did In the Heights just come out um, of nowhere? Like I auditioned for In the Heights at, I don't even remember. I don't remember my first audition for In the Heights, which is so embarrassing because I remember Stephanie Clemens. She was like, I remember that audition. And I really? I don't remember it. I don't Stephanie know why. Stephanie Clemens, who is our associate choreographer yeah. on, on Hamilton and, and was a part of In yeah. the Heights. And, yeah. I don't know how, how I don't remember it, but um, I auditioned for it. I do remember being in Chicago and flying to New York for an audition, like a callback or something. Right. Um, but yeah, I I just I remember hearing the music for In the Heights. Yeah, because it had been off Broadway. Right, exactly. And you were auditioning for the Broadway company. Yes. Right. Yeah, it wasn't open yet. Yeah. So it was like the move to Broadway. Sure. And there was there was some fans in Chicago who had seen the off Broadway In the Heights. Right. And they snuck me a CD. What? Of the mu- yes. Ooh. Yes. And so I remember <laughs> listening to the music and being like. 
I have to do this show. Yeah. Like, that's what's crazy is, like, that's how I felt about Wicked. That's how you, I felt so about just, In the Heights. So you just hear things and you're like, I have to do it, and then you do it's it? It's like, if something speaks to me, you know, like, Wicked, it was, like, the quality of movement uh-huh. and, and just, like, how funny it is. And, like, I just loved everything about it. Well, I have it. a lot of things speak to me. I don't get <laughs> in it the next day. <laughs> I know. That's amazing, but, though. I mean, yeah. I do. I know what, you, what you're saying because when I would say, like, when I my first Broadway show was Spelling Bee, and it was, mm-hmm. when I saw that in previews, mm-hmm. I was like, this show is yeah. my show. Yeah. And not not to be like, this is all mine, but you see it and you feel like it's a yeah. part of you. Like, you know it so well and you love it so much that you can go to an audition and it's just already in you. Mm-hmm. It's already, a, like, your world. Yeah. So it just makes sense that yeah. you get that job. Mm-hmm. So you go into In the Heights and it already has such a huge following. You're going yeah. into a family of people, as we know. Yeah. Like this, this, they are a close, creative yeah. group of people. What did that feel like? What was the energy like um, when you joined? Well, the whole thing. So I, I had done one show before, which was Wicked. But yeah. I, when I joined Wicked, it was already a thing. Like it, yeah. it, it was on, up and it had running. been up and running, and yeah. it was like this big. There was multiple companies. So when I went into In the Heights, they were just making their move to Broadway. Everything was like I had stars in my eyes because it was like we. It was the first time I was rehearsing with a full cast. Like yeah. when I went into Wicked, I rehearsed by myself, yeah. running the track by myself, um, and having music rehearsals with everybody. Oh, funny story, by the way. I just recently <laughs> was getting rid of my old iPod. Yeah. And I thought I'd give it to my mom. And on that iPod are the um, rehearsal. I have, like, I recorded my rehearsals onto my iPad. So I, oh, I stumbled really? across In the Heights rehearsal footage. Wow. Like, sound rehe- music rehearsal stuff. But anyway. Um, don't don't throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is that's, this? Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. But um, so... So it was a totally new experience. Yeah. I hadn't, as part of a, an original cast, and thankfully I wasn't the only new person. It was yeah. me, Krista Rodriguez, and Rogelio Douglas okay. were the three people who like were joining from the in the move to Broadway. Right. So, so it was good that I wasn't the only one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I it get was... it. It's because it, it can be like very alienating when you're the the new kid at school Mm -hmm. basically and they've got this really good thing and you're like Mm -hmm. I want to I mean that's how I felt going into Hamilton you know it's like you you want to make sure that you're adding to the good vibe yeah not taking away so it's good to have some some buddies who feel the same way yeah so you open on Broadway you guys win the Tony it's I mean what what was that so much fun and it it's still the only cast recording I've ever done right um, so that was a blast, and the Tonys was a blast. We got to perform on the Tonys, and yeah. then we won, and then we all got to. First of all, we got to have tickets. Like I've, <laughs> I've not done that since yeah. either. Yeah. So we got to be at the Tonys. My parents were there, wow. and then we won. And then I remember I had this dress that had like a train. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea because you're the Tonys. Get a train. Kept stepping on my dress. <laughs> it was so <laughs> annoying. But anyway, so I remember like pulling the train up and like running down the aisle to come up stage. It was so uh, fun. I so. will never forget watching you guys win yeah. the Tony. I mean, I think that it is you know, part of the the, the success of Lynn and and Tommy and and Lack, Alex Lackmore and 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 Andy is their 
enthusiasm and the the people that they bring together mm-hmm. and the family that they've created. And yeah. we've talked about this a, a bunch of times whenever yeah. I talk to somebody from Hamilton. But I think that makes the work so much better. And you see that moment of winning yeah. and them winning yeah. the Tony. It's maybe the most glorious win of a best yeah. musical ever, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so. Because, I mean, it's it's also, yeah. like, insane. He wrote it in college, I the know. story of that show. So, yeah. like, to be a part of that moment, I, yeah. I think, is a unique part of Broadway history. Yeah, I really, totally. really do, and especially now. Yeah, um, to I know. To see that, like, the, that, that was just a beginning yeah. of, of a story. I can't wait till there's the In the Heights revival. Yeah. There's going to be, right? Well, there now, has I'm to be, sure, right? I, well, listen, <laughs> at this point, like right now, I'm sure there's tons of people who want to make that happen today. Yeah. But, you know. And I'm thinking maybe Stephanie Clemens will choreograph. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so you have that experience. And so now you're kind of hooked into the musical theater world, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe you didn't think of that when you were growing up. But now. Right. Yeah. No. This is your world. Yeah. So then it was like scramble, scramble, get into as many voice lessons as possible and yeah. acting classes and like trying to catch up, you know. Yeah. Um, so. Because it wasn't the thing that you you weren't learning all three disciplines as you yeah. grew up. You were focused on dance and then yeah. it was just. And I feel like a lot of people know early on that they want to do Broadway or they grew up watching Broadway or like. Right. So it always felt like a little bit of a different world to me so um trying to catch up (laughs) yeah well i think you're there (laughs) you've you've done it um but it's it's gotta be uh and you've done a a bunch of other shows um ghost Mm -hmm. you did shuffle along Mm -hmm. um which is just yeah gloriously beautiful show yeah it is it, it was so fantastic. It was actually like overwhelming to see all the talent and mm-hmm. and that story and then that moment in time. Yeah. What was it like to for that show, you were there from the beginning when it was created. Yeah. So, um what was it like to be a part of the creation of that show? <sighs> um well, when we started, I didn't even know what it was for. Right. I got a phone call from Marshall Davis Jr., who assisted Savion. He was like, we're just going to get in a studio and, like, play around. So I didn't really know what it was. Um, but, of course, I was like, <laughs> I'll absolutely, be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so th- there was a lot. It was a long time of sort of it growing into what it became. Yeah. Um, but it had been it had been a while until I knew that they were even what it was going to be. What it was right. going to be. So, um, but yeah, it, that well, being around Audra, holy moly! Yeah. Like I knew, but I didn't know. Yeah. She's major. Yeah. Like just such an inspiration. But so being around that, and then also being like, I, so I've tapped since I was very young, yeah. but. Tap is another world where I feel like I don't quite belong. Like, 
I can tap, but I'm I don't consider myself a tapper. Well, the, the, yeah, okay, <laughs> but that was the greatest tapping in the world happening on that stage. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, you, you're you're saying like, oh, I'm not. You are a tapper, but I know what you're saying because that was literally the greatest tapping. Yeah. on Broadway. Yeah. That that's that's I as mean, good as it gets. He's Savion is a genius, oh, like yeah. hands down. So that that was really scary, but also like really exciting. Yeah. So um, it's just yeah, I'm so happy that I got to do that. You yeah. know, it's I can't, it's just crazy to me now, and it's gone, come and gone, and I'm still like, did that really happen? Yeah. Oh, it happened. <laughs> I saw um, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was watching something where you had every person on that stage was the greatest actor, singer, dancer, overall performer at the top of their game coming together to tell a, the most unlikely of stories that at the most important time it needed to be told. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I wish that it had lasted um, years, but yeah. the fact that it that it was created and done. I'm just so grateful for that. Yeah. Like, I think it was yeah. really, really special. Yeah. Um, and um, so you, you're a part of that, and uh, it's it's difficult when anything closes, especially something yeah. so great. You, I, I don't know how much time there was in between this job and that. Um, we closed, I think, in July... Right. I think. Yeah. yeah. And we started this in January. Right. Yeah. And so you know, you're like, okay, there's that Hamilton, my family members from In the Heights <laughs> got yeah. that thing going on. Maybe I can hang yeah. out with the family, right? Yeah. Like, I just feel like I- I've joked about this before that I love the family that has been created from In the Heights, and I feel so close to it that sometimes I think I was in In the Heights. (laughs) I was the, like, Irish drunk on a stoop in the back, you know? I don't, I don't, I just think it's so um, powerful and it's great, and and I love uh, being around that. Mm -hmm. And so what did that feel like coming back into that world? Um, well... I know that a bunch of them came to see Shuffle Along. Yeah. So I remember seeing Lack in the front row of the orchestra, out uh, of oh. the mezzanine, rather, and being like, oh, my gosh, Lack is here. Like, I could see his face, you yeah. know. Um, but, no, so a bunch of them came to see Shuffle Along, and I know that they knew we were closing. Yeah. And I think they wanted to scoop up a bunch of people because, of course, Brandon <laughs> and Josh, Josh. – um, Amber. Amber, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that was cool. Um, I didn't actually like. We knew Brandon was going over. I think before we closed, or right around the time that we closed, I didn't right. know that I was going to be here until you know pretty late. I think maybe even November, or December. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just cool. It, I love that there's like that, yeah, just come be with this part of the family. This is what we're doing yeah. now. You know? Yeah. It's almost like, you know, a company. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I would have loved to have been a part of a theater company at some yeah. point. And I think in Broadway, that's as close as it gets, mm-hmm. is to like have a, a group of people who have a mutual respect and love for being yeah. in a room with each other and creating. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's not a bad 
group right? of people yeah. to be with. <laughs> I mean, I when I was, I remember when the Chicago company was just starting. I remember wa- wanting to be seen for the Chicago right. company and telling my agent like, "What's up with Hamilton, Chicago?" Right. Um, and um, I couldn't get an appointment, but then they just called me in for this. So it's right. like they knew they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. "No, no, no, we, we got somewhere for you." <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, it's it's amazing being a part of this show um, because. It is doing something for diversity that no other show has ever yes. done before, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's, yes. it's 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 it brings up it puts it in a conversation into people's minds that sometimes they forget to even have. Yeah. And um, the, what yeah. what what does it mean to you? First of all, just about having a, such a diverse show with with the content of what the show mm-hmm. is, and also. Just if you could talk a little bit about your experience of mm-hmm. being a woman of color in this business. Yeah. So first first of all, so I've done a bunch of shows, and I've done shows where it's mostly white and, like, one black person. Right. I've done shows where it's all black people. Mm. This is the first time ever that I've done a show where it's just, like, not a thing. Right. Like it's not a thing. Right. Um, so that's amazing yeah. to start with but so i'm black and white i'm mm. mixed and i it's the thing for me <laughs> um because i i'm and it's something that i'm learning about myself and like learning how to work my way through it um or navigate it but i i'm very light skinned and so i have this thing where like when i go into an audition for you know a black track Mm -hmm. and that happens there are days when i go into a casting office and it's all black women and i'm like oh so this is the black person track that they're looking for and um and and do i do i do consider myself a black woman but if there's going to be one track right do I do I even want it to be me? Because from the stage, I don't particularly look black, I don't think, you know, from a distance. So I have, like, all these thoughts about it. Um, so it's... And being in an all-black show is also... was also super emotional for me as well because it felt like... Um, like, acceptance as well. Yeah. Um, but being in this cast where it's such not a thing is just yeah. so amazing. Like, and it's a really big deal. And I don't think, I mean, I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. When you say more people are talking about it, like, in the cast, or you mean, like, just in general? In, in, general. in general. Like, I, I kind of like that it's not a thing, that people aren't, like, right talking about it all the time. But it's also... So unusual, I think, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that it's really kind of uh, changed everyone's outlook on what it means to cast and what it is mm-hmm. to tell a story. Mm-hmm. I mean, just announced that our own Joshua Henry is going to be in Carousel. As the I leading know. Man. And he'll be Billy Bigelow. And, yeah. and of course he'll be Billy Bigelow. Yeah. Of, like, no one else yeah. is better to play <laughs> Billy Bigelow, right? Yeah. But I don't think that before Hamilton, 
that it would have been offered to him. And I, you know, like, that's not my right to say, like, he can say what he thinks. But I do think that this, the casting of this show kind of did away with everyone trying to put, like, boundaries around what parts could and couldn't be played by people of different ethnicities. Yeah. And... I don't know. I, I think that, you know, like, as a gay person, a lot of times I have, like, somewhat of an idea of what yeah. it feels like. To, you know, you talk about, like, going into a room yeah. um, with women uh, who are all black and you're or like, all I, white. Or all white. It happens both yeah. ways. Yes. Both yeah, ways sure. I come into the room yeah. and I'm like, oh, uh, I don't quite yeah. that's match gotta, what's that's, happening here. That's like, got to be yeah. both sides of the coin for mm-hmm. you. Um, so a lot of times when I get a breakdown, which is 90% of the time, that is sassy gay man, yeah. you know, this, you know, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God, I hope I can be sassy enough <laughs> right. today. You know, I'm not that sassy. <laughs> right. I'm going to try. But, you know, like, it, it's, I think that that doesn't surprise me that you walk into a room of all black women and your first concern isn't about if you're going to get the part, your concern, offer's concern, is, is it right for me to be representing? Well, because it's like, it becomes a responsibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and. I think that's, that's, I a, that's a peek into your soul. Yeah. Of who you are. Yeah. Because I mean, if there's going to be one, you know what I mean? It, like, I don't know. I get upset sometimes when I see shows and it's like the one person is, the one person is of color and you could, you could be like, wait, are they, right. or is that, you know, like, and, and I'm sure that that's, that's a difficult position to be in on, 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 cause you see both, not both sides, but you understand it better than probably anybody else. Yeah. I, yeah. Or do I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. who, I, it's such, there's so much, so many levels to it all. And like, there is. <laughs> there is. And we're going to solve them all here right now on this podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the other the other part of being a woman in this business, though, I mean, not just being of color, but being a woman, like a lot of stuff is body image. And, and I, I feel a lot of pressure. Do you feel like there's still just an, uh, a huge amount of pressure on women or just people in general when you're on stage to have a lot of... Uh, a lot of pressure on everybody to look a certain way or to be a certain way. Uh, yeah. I mean, personally, I don't, you know, body image for me is not something that I think about so much, but it's the same thing. Like when I go into a room, an audition room and everyone's got the same color lipstick on and they have their hair curled the same way. I can't do that. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's similar to body image in that it's like something you can't really control. It's just and who yet, you are. Yeah, and yet you're sort of looking around like, do I fit? Right. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there is. It from like, like like I said, for me, it's not something that I um, have struggled with thinking about. But I'm sure. I mean, yes, I think there is. For sure, pressure. Yeah. 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 Um, you are a very 
kind soul. <laughs> you are. I, I I I think of you as being kind of like someone who quietly wants to make a difference.、Mm-hmm. You're not you're not loud about it, <laughs> but I know that already you have done outreach to organizations to help kids.、Yeah. You've brought kids to this show.、Yeah. Could you tell me a little bit about what what you did? Even I'm forcing you、yeah. to do it, now,、okay? <laughs> and 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 why that's important to you. Yeah.、Um, well, when we got here,、um, I reached out to a organization called Hamilton Families, who helps、uh, families who are、um, dealing with homelessness. And sort of supports them through crisis and finding、uh, temporary housing and permanent housing and all that.、Um, and I really, I mean, I did it for them, but I also did it for me. You know, like、yeah. I just,、um, I think it's really, I don't know, I it helps me to get out of myself, right? And、um, yeah. I just it helps me to get out of myself. So especially when we're in a career where so much of what we do every single day is just about us、mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah.、Um, I think a lot of people, though, like a lot of actors, especially when they're putting the show up on its feet, would say, "I can't be bothered <laughs> with that. I'm busy. I'm learning." Hamilton,、yeah. <laughs> an American musical, right now. So it would be、yeah. pretty easy to just not do that. Yeah. Like, do have you ha- have you found that by putting yourself in those positions and doing the work to help somebody else that that has benefited you as an artist as well, and that's why you found it so easy to just yeah. Do? I mean, it helps me as a person and as an artist. Like those two things to me are like. The same thing. So if I'm a happier person, I'm going to be a better、yeah. artist and all that.、Um, yeah, and and you know, I sort of this opportunity to work with them came up. I reached out to them, and we were sort of talking about different dates, and it hap- so happened that they had one、uh, that worked for them, and so I thought, yeah, why not? On a Monday, it's not a not a big deal.、Right. Um, And it was so fun.、Yeah. Like those kids are so awesome. So, and it just feels good. Like it feels、yeah. good to help out. And it's amazing. Like it's it's it. Yes, you say it on paper. It sounds it it feels good. But that doesn't mean that you that people actually go through with it. Right. You know. Yeah. That it's. I think people get scared. They、mm-hmm. feel like I'm not. I don't know how to help. I、yeah. don't know how to reach out to an organization and see what I can do. Yeah, but I'm I'm so impressed by you that you did that,、Thanks. and that you are clearly someone who, as you said, sees being an artist and a human being as the same yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna、and、think it, about that a lot s- now that you said <laughs> that. I really am. And you said about being people don't do things because they're scared, and that's definitely true of me too. And it's、yeah. something that I'm like. Definitely working on this year is seeing that I'm scared of something and doing it anyway. Because、right. um, I don't want to live my life not doing things because I'm scared. Yeah, you know? there's so many things you could be scared of. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel、so. like you know, for me, that's what the gift of doing this show has been.、Mm-hmm. Is that I've kind of like taken a lot of things on that I've always been afraid of because、yeah. I'm like. 
you know, I am I am somehow a part of something that is bringing all these wonderful people into my life mm-hmm. that is, you know, th- so thrilling. Life is so short. Just push through that fear and do yeah. it, which is like why I'm sitting in front of yeah. a microphone talking yeah. to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and so I, I feel like this show has really given us all mm-hmm. that permission to yeah. do those types of things. I feel so spoiled. Like yeah. just when I mean, we haven't even been open that long, Yeah. but I feel like everybody has been so nice to us and like just, yeah. Well, <laughs> we've been the- around long enough to know <laughs> right. this is not normal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm so glad that I got to sit down with you. Yeah. Thank you so me much too. for talking Thanks with for me. Thanks for having me. Oh, and I want before I'm really sorry that I cut you off um while uh, on stage today. We don't have any interaction <laughs> on stage. Zero. Except Every time I am exiting or entering the stage, yeah. I am like in your way. No, that is my job no, no. is to be like la di da, and literally, you know what I'm talking about. Today, when I come after my song, when you make that putting the thousand trees in your cup, surround the tree. When you're coming on, yeah, I like. So sometimes I just blindly walk, <laughs> and you're like, Roy, I have to come out no, first before you come." But out. I don't know. I Feel like I have to come out first, but I'm I'm coming out first because no, I was you, told to do it. I'm going to do it, but <laughs> you are supposed to do it. You know, like that. That's how the machine was made. You also before have a lot of here. fabric I have a and lot stuff, of fabric. so I feel like I should be getting out of your way. Cause no, 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 no. No, it's totally you. And also, I never understand how you do it because, <laughs> or how anyone in your track is done it yeah. because you. I have to get out of your way first yeah. when you go across the straight the stage in yeah. front of me. <laughs> When I'm like running laps around you, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you come out in the front of the stage yeah. as I'm walking, and then by the time I get to the back of the stage, just walking, you're already yeah. coming back from the back of the stage again. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. No one's going to understand what I just said, but basically, <laughs> you magic. are performing miracles. And I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um, thank you so much for talking yeah, with me. I am so me. excited to get to know you even better. Yeah, as as we continue yes. on the Hamill tour. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Audition, side job, swimming upstream. Believe it or not, you're living the dream. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 